Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? Kaplan and crew. Just the crew today. Again. I actually don't know where Scott is today, but he'll be back tomorrow, I think. He just sent me a text that he might be back tomorrow. I don't know. Either way, it's just the crew. Alex Padilla, John Browner, Jason Lawhead, the Kaplan and Crew Show, right here, 3 o'clock, like we are every single day. Brought to you by Seven Mile Casino, just minutes away from downtown San Diego. Just minutes away from downtown San Diego, with all your favorite table games and now a Sammy's restaurant and bar where you can get yourself an espresso martini that is this close. I'm telling you, it is this close to being called the Browner. We're going to make yeah. it happen. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. And get, uh, there might be drinks named after all three of us soon. That's the way that this is going. But for now, it's just the espresso martini you can get. And amongst other other bunch of stuff at Sammy's restaurant and bar at the Seven Mile Casino. Remember, it's just for fun. So if you have any problems, call one 800 Gambler, Jason Browner. What's how up? are we doing today? Good. Oh, I was gonna say great. All right. I didn't know. I was. Uh, I, I wanted to yeah. take my pause. See if Browner was gonna jump in. So yeah, solid. I'm. I'm solid right now. I think I'm frozen on the screen, but I'm solid. Okay. Yeah. You are frozen but... on the screen. So if you want to come back and 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 leave okay. the room and come back, keep do, yep. do that while Browner says what's up. What. Does it say about you if you get an F on your report card? I listen. <laughs> I love this. I literally, I, I love this. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to the show. <clears throat> Sometimes the NFL just gives you a gym in the off season, and they gave us one with these report cards. I know we're going to talk about it. I can't wait to get to it. The we have an entry. I don't know if Alex has the uh the the uh logo, but we have a great friends Chatlin shirt uh entry into the challenge that I issued. So shout out to you know who. We'll we'll get to that person later as well. So th- today's good, man. I survived the win from yesterday. My lips are a little worse for wear, but this will be all right. I'll rebound, get a little licking. <laughs> so if you see me, you know, plant a little extra uh, liquid to them, then now you know why. But the wind, the wind yesterday was scary. We don't really get that here. And every now and then something happens in San Diego where you're like, ah, what's going on here? Yesterday was one of those days. It was so windy everywhere. Trees were down. Was, I was on a freeway around to like four. My car, and you know it, is old. It was questionable. Hoo-hoo, that's a better word. It's questionable. It was swaying. It was it, it was it was windy in all parts of San Diego. So if you survived that without chap lips, you better than me. Yeah, you were giving me crap right now because I was throwing on chapstick before we started the show, and I was like, uh, "Have you not been outside? Have you? It's it's like the driest, coldest weather of all time. Especially yesterday, that wind was no joke. I, it blew my dog over. <laughs> she tipped yeah, like a cow." Got- if you out walking a small dog, mm-hmm. a wind gust, not a good look for your dog. So not I took because it's been raining and I haven't been able to take my dog out to dog parks or really anywhere without her being a puddle of mud. Uh, there is a dog park in Little Italy that is turf. I don't like to go there because parking is awful. And uh, they have the farmer's market, which is creates more terribleness. But I was like, this dog needs to run, needs to go outside, needs to be off leash and, and do her thing. So I took her to this little Italy dog park yesterday. Luckily, I found a spot right away. But I got to pay, you know, a dollar or two still. 
whatever. To so get in the dog I take park? To park on the street in Little Italy. Oh. You know, two-hour parking or whatever. That's true. So uh, I take her there, and <clears throat> there's one other dog. And this dog is one of those, like, skinny, very agile German Shepherd types. Like, not full-on canine German Shepherd, but, like, smaller, more quicker. And those dogs and her, they always seem to, to play very, very well. And nobody cares about this, but it was – she was already on high alert because of the wind. My dog was like, what is this? Because it's like <laughs> you could see her fur just like getting pushed back, you know. It was that windy. And like I think the dog like barely tapped her. And she rolled like a bundle <laughs> of haystacks, dude. Just boom, 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 boom. And I was like, dang, it's that windy out here. So uh, I feel you, Browner. I feel you very much. Um, but I wanted to start somewhere completely different. Do it. And Jason, you weren't mm-hmm. here yesterday. Um, so you were not part of this, but yesterday I aired the video of Scott's daughter who stormed the court after Boise state's win over San Diego state. Shame on her. And we ridiculed Boise. No, you did. No, you did. You did. I ridiculed Boise one because I'm a hater two because I'm a San Diego State alum three because Boise has owned San Diego State it feels like I don't know the exact numbers but it feels like but I still didn't see why a team that has dominated San Diego State would rush the court Um, and we were the most popular clip in all of Boise Idaho yesterday. Uh, The amount of people that have replied to the one tweet I put out and I labeled it do the Aztecs own the Mountain West so much that they, that just by beating them, schools are storming the court? Boise didn't win a championship. Clinch attorney birth yesterday. Pretty lame. That was my assault on Boise State. Okay, not, which not terrible. I, <clears throat> I not didn't call terrible. them clowns. I didn't call no. them losers. I didn't call. I mean, I think that. I think you I made a good observational that. kind of uh, right. quip. Right, and I would say ninety-five percent of the replies came from Boise, Idaho saying how, how much of losers we are for for having kids, for criticizing kids for having fun, which is what Browner was saying. Right. Why you sweep me into that? That that's what led, because people don't watch the clip. People just see the, 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 the caption and then they attack that social media. Browner was like, do your thing. You're in college. Go get the natties. And then we started going into uh, talking about Borgs and beer bongs and everything else Mm -hmm. that you you do in college. And it is pretty freaking funny because I just didn't expect any sort of reaction coming from Boise. But for whatever reason. You got ratio. People hate us. People hate (laughs) us. We We are podcast enemy number one in Boise, Idaho. Yeah, that's, that's good, man. That's good. It's good yeah. to start a little rivalry up there. Let them know, uh, have them come back for some more during football season next year, and then basketball give me some season. Re- give me, give me some replies. Hey, look, people of Boise, I, I never been. I gotta tell y'all, I, I don't, I don't want no smoke with y'all. All right, I'm good. I said it was cool. Y'all gotta follow through, okay, kids? Don't be lazy, kids. Watch the clip. It's not that long, okay? It's we, we cut it down. Mm-hmm. For kids with no attention spans. Y'all can finish the clip. Uh, From a guy named Riley. Sorry we offended you guys. Didn't know celebrating a big win was such a negative. Y'all must be the saddest trio in the world, clowns. Uh, From the Buckos or Bronken. It was a ranked win on senior night, you effing bozos. Your awful take 
<laughs> your awful take reeks of old man screams at clouds. If you knew ball at all, you'd know this Q1 would all but seal seal Boise's birth in the dance. Uh, the drunk waitress, actually, Boise, doesn't give an S about SDSU. The, scorts, the court storming was about something else. I found out that this was like Boise's first win against a ranked opponent in maybe ever. Yeah. Which is like sad for them, but still, whatever. Um, just lots of crying. And, the way the, and I think just the way they came back and the way like that kid just kind of took over. What was his name? Um all I know is that we we choked that one away. Yeah, you so, know, and so I'm they, not going to give Boise any credit for that one. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just saying they, when you they, go 14-0, when you don't score a single point in the final five minutes of a game, right? That's on us. Exactly. Not so it was that it was that kind of a, I think that kind of a win at the end of the day, and like you said, ranked opponent. It gives them a shot. Uh, you know, it was a perfect storm for uh, one of those kind of head scratching. Why are they Why are they storming the court? That's kind of a you know, it's kind of like everybody reacting to a no hitter on a one hitter, you know, like if a guy threw a complete game, one hitter and the catcher came out and jumped up and wrapped his arms around him, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, all right. Well, I actually, it's, not that. it's a great I, defeat, but it's, you know, yeah. you don't have to jump up and hug I me. don't have an issue. I'm not this old man that thinks storming the court is uh, lame. And I think people thought that from whatever, I like storming courts. Right. I'm all about storming courts. I'm not like here, Coach K. Man. I'm not Coach here, K. That's man. like these kids are gonna get hurt. Right. You need to be careful with my kids because they're gonna get hurt if you run. No, rush the court for a reason. That's all I'm saying. Has San Diego State fans rushed the court before for something as small as beating a ranked opponent? Probably, but it happened. And they were what ranked? What twenty two? That's it's not like my, you're, you're knocking off my the profile team. picture is of me on the court after rushing it yeah. on Twitter, <laughs> like after the Aztecs beat New Mexico in this in probably the best basketball game I've ever been to in my life. But they won the Mountain West at that point. Like, that's all I'm saying is like, oh, you beat a ranked opponent. Cool. But this isn't like when San Diego State beat Kansas in Kansas. This is a right. This is a this is a conference opponent that you are now four and one in the last five is what Boise fans are telling me. So that's all I was saying that I was like, okay, I guess I guess we are that good now, San Diego State, that just by beating us, it's an open invitation to rush the court. That is all I was saying. I was trying to prop up San Diego State while propping down Boise State. Does that make sense? I think they just took it as the prop down. Yeah. So rush the court all you want, you bozos. If you win your Thursday game <laughs> wow. in Vegas, go ahead and rush the court. Go ahead. Since I'm not here to stop the fun, Browner, it's Vegas storm the court and go out and get hammered on the strip let's go listen old man what's your problem don't be trying to pretend now like oh i'm for court storming you worked yesterday what when the when the people came after you on the internet now you for mm -hmm. court storming come on i man. am i still think what boise did was lame the kids bullied you the kids bullied I, you into no, being for court storming. i still think what boise state fans did was absolutely positively on the lame side you got will never get me off young that. punks in young general punks. Last night, too, I saw TCU storm the court because they beat Texas. TCU was ranked 22nd. Texas ranked 8th. Like, did TCU win the Big 12? I don't know. I didn't look it up, but I don't care. All I'm saying is for this particular moment, I Bronco don't care fans, who, listen, I pretty don't care who you beat. You, you know I hate court. Boise State, right, Brown? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should storm the court after every win because then the storming of the court leads directly out of the arena into a party, period. I don't care what who you're playing. Every game you win, you storm the court, and then everybody who stormed the court, you storm the bar. Boom. 
Parties way crazy after you storm the court. A lot of energy. You just keep that energy moving. Y'all don't know how to get down. Come on, man. Don't be an old man, bro. Yeah. Well, sit, Boise can storm courts while San Diego State cuts nets. That's that's wow, my reply. There you go. There we go. Don't lose what? to him again. What? Don't lose to him right. again. Don't come at me with the whole we thing when we join the Big 12 or the Pac-12, right? I told you. When you do, I will have no right shame in calling it a week. Chicago White Sox hat off and put on a blue Boise hat. That's all I hear. Listen, listen. San Diego State, get in the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or, or the uh, whatever the other thing is called. It's a we. Right now, it's, it's a them. They. They. When they get in, it's relationship words. We. Us. You hear this? You hear this, Jay? This is what stuff I got to deal with. We, us. Jason's on my side. He thought it was pretty lame, too. I mean, I just think for that instance, it's kind of like, yeah, kids have fun, kids. Do whatever. Be college. I get it. I'm not trying to, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's popping champagne. It was like when the Yankees a few years ago beat Minnesota in that one game play-in and they popped champagne afterwards. It's like, you're the Yankees. This is a one-game play-in. You're going to play in the divisional round series now you just beat the twins who you, your third baseman makes more money than their whole team what are you popping champagne for take it easy yeah well don't get me started on baseball celebrations after every single round they act like they win the world series every single i get round. i get a division p- title after 162 games i get a league championship series and a world series because it's such a long season and you did win your division and you did win your pennant and you did win a world series but like you know a wild card clinch a, a, a play-in round clinch come on man just beating a conference opponent yeah who you've who you've beaten the last five. it'd be one thing and it'd be one thing if san diego state was a top 10 they're barely a top 25 Oh, well, well, 18 is not barely. Well, okay. They're barely a top 20. And they just kind of clawed their way into the rankings later in the year. It wasn't like they've been some perennial. We've been in and out all year. We were preseason. Oh, now you're getting, you're treating me like a Boise fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're acting like a Boise fan right now. <laughs> I'm just yes, kidding. Guys. No, you're actually helping my point, but you're also backhanding compliments. Well, what I'm saying is, is. Okay, it'd be one thing if they were, you know, you know, sizzling all year and in the top ten, and you'd be, oh my god, and they and they did blow a, a lead late in the game, and this kid did throw in shots all over the place, so there was a lot of like reason to get that kind of snowball of excitement, so to speak. But I still think Storm in the court was a little like, oh, I mean, come on, take it easy. So, a little too. Much. I'm gonna use Browner's words. Do better. Do better. Do better. Right. Do better. Storm the court next Saturday when you win the Mountain West. Go for it. Is that a challenge? But, Are you challenging it? But yeah, I fully expect it to be San Diego State versus Boise State on Saturday in the Mountain West Championship. You know what I'm upset about? There was no one that a certain Kaplan was not in the comments defending us. So we need to take that up with her. Well, it's her fault. She sent the video. It I never would have. Yeah. I oh. never actually. I never would have seen because I didn't. I didn't see it anywhere but the video that Scott sent me. It's Jillian's fault. She's the mm-hmm. one that sent the video. I started talking trash to Scott immediately about his daughter. I didn't even realize when he put it that way. I guess I was like talking trash about his daughter to him, but mm-hmm. I was like still pretty lame. That and listen, you're you're a 21 year old kid. You don't care about basketball all that much. You're going in there for the Borgs and for the Natties, like you said, but. I 
it's her fault that this whole thing started and it's her fault we're enemy number one and when i say we no one is defending browner from boise so we are all lumped in this together you're welcome browner true man that's true look at that mm -hmm. just the gravity of the gravity of your old man has got me in this now i'm an old man too because of you thanks for yep. nothing yep so anyways i wanted to start there i wanted to address the situation uh in the situation room between us and boise state fans i'm glad that they hate us because i don't <laughs> like them so there you go they they get way too much credit in football for one bowl game victory 20 years ago wow wow get, now you're doing that yeah i mean it's it's a fact it is a fact they have been living off that bowl win for 20 years their football program Diego state has been a much better football program overall since that bowl win so i think that i am bitter about that i still think that San Diego state is a better overall sports athletic department when you're talking about the two major sports in basketball and football, San Diego State's more accomplished, even though, yes, we still don't have this signature moment in the tournament. All I'm saying is what I just said, Browner. I don't like Boise. I think they have taken over what used to be the rivalry against BYU is now the rivalry with Boise, especially since their basketball program is up and coming. And their football program has always gotten a lot of credit that I don't think they deserve. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know it was this deep. I knew it was I a little around. bit. I I was date night hate. last night. Date night last night, and I proudly wore my San Diego State Aztec hat all around this city. And if I ever go to Boise, I would gladly wear black and red throughout that city too. Wow. You hear me, Boise? You hear wow. me? Wow. Okay. Alex came with a chip today, didn't he? A chip on his shoulder. I see. Today, I yeah. see. Should be storming my court. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. That's our Aztec talk for today. It wasn't even any Aztec talk. They do wrap up the season on Saturday, senior night, against the worst team in the Mountain West. So they go out, hopefully, with a win, and they clinch the regular season championship by themselves. Because as much as Boise storming the court may lead you to think that they did something, they still haven't clinched a championship share. San Diego State has. San Diego State is the one seed next week in the Mountain West tournament. We will talk about next, though. Report card season. Uh-oh. They're my favorite story that the NFL has ever produced. And yeah. it's not even the NFL. The NFLPA produced a report card where players graded their own organization from facilities to locker rooms to strength staff to uh, medical staff to diets to travel. Basically everything but the on-field stuff, all the stuff we love to talk trash about the Chargers about. They just gifted it to us on a silver platter. I'll explain why coming up. Fernando Tatis, Browner. You must hate this. In that first start in right field today. Says he's 100% healthy and ready to go. Francis uh made his debut in right field. Not his debut. He's played there before. A story that no one's talking about that I think we're all going to be talking about very soon. Bally Sports, where the Padres air their games. That's going to change. I am convinced that these RSNs are going under. MLB is going to take control, and I have no idea what that's going to look like, and it's going to impact all of us. We are all going to have to find a new way to watch Padres baseball. I am declaring that now. Lakers get a win without Anthony Davis, and something that me and Brown are yelling at each other about, why did Anthony Davis not play last night? We Great got an question. We got an answer. Kevin Durant made his debut last night. Talk about all that and much more. We got highlight of the day. I think we're going to check in with Dr. Max Say over at iThrive if he has time because they're so busy. 
Uh, we are brought to you guys by the Seven Mile Casino, just minutes away from downtown San Diego with all of your favorite table games. We have a big event coming up, uh, I I think in May, early, early May. It was supposed to be March, but uh, certain certain people weren't available to do certain things that day. So we, I think, are looking at an early date in May. Um, now with the Sammy's Restaurant Bar, we got so much fun stuff coming up with us and Seven Mile Casino. So we will keep you guys all informed. But for now, 7milecasino.com. Go check them out. Go play all your favorite table games and check out Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. Ask for the browner. See if they give you an espresso martini. <laughs> if not, maybe eventually they will because I think we're getting close to it being called the browner. Uh, when we come back, we will talk about these report cards from the NFLPA and a certain little team 90 minutes up north failing. Kaplan and Crew, Kaplan and Crew. Doc. Welcome back, everybody. It's Kaplan and Crew. Just the crew, Alex Padilla, John Browner, Jason Lawhead with you guys today. Um, and we are done hating on Boise for now. Now we're going to switch our hatred towards something else. But for now, let me tell you guys that we are brought to you by Penske San Diego, PenskeSanDiego.com. I bought my new automobile from Penske San Diego. And what did I do? I went to PenskeSanDiego.com. I clicked through all of the dealers that they had. I clicked through all of their inventory that they currently have out on their lots. I picked two cars that I liked. I sent it over to the GM. He had both cars pull up at the front, so I got there, checked both cars out, left with one, didn't leave with two, but I did leave with one. It was a very smooth, very easy, and they were very personable over at Penske San Diego. So check them out, PenskeSanDiego.com, if you're looking to buy, sell, trade in a car. Fellas, we just talked about the report cards that were handed out by the NFLPA. What are we talking about, though? What do you mean report cards? So the NFLPA surveyed, I believe, was like 1,500 or something like that, a lot of players, a lot of players, about the current state of their organizations. And by that, I mean, hey, how's your locker room? How's your training facilities? How's your weight rooms? How's your cafeteria? How is it to travel with the team? Hey, when you when you do go on game days, how do they treat your families? Is there places for their kids to be? The blah, blah, blah. So they literally just asked them to grade, like a report card, A, B, C, D, F. Did they pass? Did they fail? Are they okay? And this was very eye-opening, but it's nothing awesome. new if you are a hater or fan of the C-words. Now, Browner, you never defend the Spanos family. I do give you credit no. for that. You're, you're, you're a Herbolt, number one. You're, you're a Charger supporter, pusher, bandwagoner, whatever you want to call yourself. But one thing you never have done on the show is defend the Spanos family. Correct. And I think that we are all going to be on the same page here. So let's jump on board and talk about the report card that the Chargers received from the NFLPA. Now, did you guys keep or did, did you guys even pay attention to the story? I found it fascinating to see what not only what the Chargers got, but what like the Vikings got. I was this I was, was one. I was very curious. This was. This is one of my favorite things the NFL has ever put out from when it comes to a piece of coverage. Because my, my, my favorite thing about this, this wasn't the media voting. This wasn't the, like a mixture of, of some like talking heads. This is the players telling you, guys who are in the buildings, guys who play for these organizations, what they think about the teams. Oh, my God. This blew my mind. I... I mean, you knew that there were some organizations that were ran poorly, but so many teams got an F and an F minus, by the way, an F minus in nutrition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
an F minus in nutrition. So what? Let me read you guys the the rankings of teams and how they how they ended up performing. Uh, I'll just read it from the bottom because that's what we're going to focus on here. The top is the Vikings. Nobody cares. The Vikings treat their team incredible. They got A's all across the board. Numero, numero uno. Raiders number two, I think. And I don't remember the third team. But this is what people care about. And I find it fascinating who's number 29, by the way. I don't know if you guys noticed this. But coming in at dead last on the NFLPA report card, the Washington Commanders. No. Shocked. Shocker. <laughs> Shocked. No, this one. I don't know if it's the stadium getting the Super Bowl every five years that maybe that's why we think that this team is run better. But the Arizona Cardinals being ranked 31st was shocking to me. Absolutely shocking. I've never seen pictures of their facility. I've never heard anything about their facility or anything. that I've never really heard anything bad about the way the team is run. But for them to be 31st was mm. Very, very eyebrow-raising to me. I don't know about you guys. Coming thought... in at number 30. The Los Angeles Chargers at number 30. Dino, Dino, Dino. Hey, at least you beat two teams. True. You weren't the worst. I was going to say, you probably moved up. <laughs> weren't yeah. the worst. Here's, and we're not going to focus on this, but I do find this incredibly fascinating. Kansas City Chiefs are ranked 29th. Mm, you know, someone on this show says that they're not that awesome of an organization. The someone who's Kansas not here City, today. The, the Kansas City Chiefs, they got a B for treatment of families. They got a D plus in the food service and nutrition, a C plus for their weight room, an A minus for their strength coaches. And by the way, 30 of 32 teams gave their strength coaches a B or A. The the uh, Ravens, who which ooh. who they're in a ooh. mess right now, and I forget the, the other team. The internet <laughs> players are on the internet saying that the Ravens trainers have had cost them careers. Yeah, wow. Like, yeah, multiple players, not like one guy who was disgruntled. Like Rashad four or Bateman, five right? guys. Rashad Bateman it's like is four currently Rashad, tweeting. Yes, Rashad yes. Bateman is yeah. currently tweeting. Because the general manager for the Ravens was talking about how they don't have wide receivers. receivers. Yeah. And Rashad Bateman's tweeted, How about you play? How about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us? And number eight, blame the one you let do this. We take heat 24-7 and keep keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happens. So the Ravens actually fired their strength and conditioning staff because of both teams that got lower than a B fired their st their strength and conditioning staff. Mm -hmm. um, but the training room in Kansas City, D+, plus, the training staff, D-, minus, the locker room, D-, minus, and team travel, F. Find that very, very surprising. But let's get into the team that people here want to poop on today. And that's your Browner, LA San Diego Chargers. For treatment of families, they get a D-. minus. Let's just go through it all. <laughs> Let's just go through it all. Let's just, I have the full on report card. I love, I love the treatment of families being bad for so many teams. The treatment of families, they get a D minus tied for 27th in the league. Uh, they do offer daycare on game days. They are one of 14 teams that do not offer a family room at the stadium. 
There you go. <laughs> food service. Now, we've heard of this before, and I'm not talking trash. I brought our oh. boy Sean Walchev, but I do remember when they were in San Diego, their cafeteria was a tent outside. True. That would be catered by different companies every single day. They got an F. They were ranked 29th. Um, wow. 0% of players say there's enough room in the cafeteria. The locker Can I just room. say this? Oh, go yeah. back. Go oh, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to food, you're in Los Angeles. Some of the best restaurants, some of the best chefs in the world are in Los Angeles. So you mean to tell me, just for sheer exposure, you can't get a bunch of wait, one chef a week to come in there and hook these dudes up and let them know, hey, I got a restaurant over here somewhere. I got way more where this came from. You guys should come by. Like, what? Yeah. What? I remember what back when we were on radio um, and we interviewed LaDainian Tomlinson uh, when he came back to the Chargers and kind of made amends with the Spanos family. This is after his tenure in New York where he ended up getting the Jets tattoo Jets. on his calf. So we yeah. interviewed him and he talked about how eye-opening it was to leave San Diego and the old Murphy Canyon facilities that, that were over there off to 15. I don't know if you guys ever went there. Yeah, like, I have. They had like box TVs in the locker room still when they left in 2017. They had a, an outdoor tented cafeteria. You know, like this was not a state of the art facility by any means. Um, so Ladani Thompson went to New York and he specifically mentioned the food and how in New York, and by the way, the Jets, not at that great. They were ranked 19th. Um, but still, the difference between going to San Diego. And New York, he said the food, everybody's got their own diet plan. There's nutritionists. There's a full-on cafeteria with food for you. He very much was talking about how big of a difference the facilities in New York and the food specifically was. Um, like I said, not talking trash about what the Chargers used to do here, but nothing's changed in L.A. I find that very fascinating, like Browner said. Uh, the locker room, D-minus, ranked for 28th. 67% uh, oh. of players feel like they have enough space. But the complaints were lack of privacy and limited number of showers, which causes a very long wait. Um, oh. I also want to remind everybody listening and watching right now on our YouTube or Mightier 1090, the Chargers are currently in an office building behind an Ikea off the <laughs> 405 freeway. So I remember when Kobe was alive and he had an office for his production I don't know if that office is still there. Like they shared an office with Kobe. Like it was in the same building. So I <laughs> understand. And I know like Charger fans are, I know some of you still watch. Plenty of you still watch like they do in Boise. And they are going to tell us, well, the new facility is opening in El Segundo in 2024. Sure. But it's not here. It's not 2024 yet. You know, you've been right. there for six years, six seasons. This is the way that the players get treated. You're in an office building behind an Ikea and you share it with Kobe's old production. Like, you're, it's not even your own office. So, And the place you're breaking ground on that you're telling people are going to be so awesome, you won't own that either. Right. So you, I don't know how much control you have over that, but yeah, you don't, right. you're not going to own the, the space. Training staff, C-. minus. One of the, uh, They were ranked 30th. One of the lowest ranked training staffs in the league. The Chargers have parted ways with their head trainer, who I believe was there for like 20 years, by the way. Yeah. As if puncturing uh, Tyrod Taylor's lung wasn't enough it took it, they didn't fire him until this year um it took the best grade on their of all their grades 
<laughs> it took the best grade of any category for them to fire that guy. Well, we haven't. I didn't actually post their best grade. They got oh, a, okay. Because so got far, for the travel. C minus has been their best grade. Well, let's go ever... to weight room. Also a C minus, tied for twenty seventh. It's weight a converted room, right? office building. Fired? Did they all players? Fired? The weight room people. Yeah. Did no, they no, they fired? like their strength staff. They're one of the oh. teams. Players do not feel like there's enough room to do what they need. 85% feel they have enough strength coaches, which is the third lowest in all of football. Here is where they get their lowest grade. F- minus for a training room. Staffing. 89% feel like they have enough trainers. 57% feel like they have enough uh, whatever personal trainers. Third worst in the league. One of four teams that does not provide a steam room. Wow. One of six teams that does not provide a sauna. One of two teams that does not offer both. So I think it's them and the commanders. The oh. Tubs. 33% of players feel they have enough hot tub space, which is ranked 29th. 33% of players feel they have enough cold tub space, which is 31st. The players feel like they are poorly maintained, quote, gross. Hot oh. tub is often broken, and cold tub, cold tub is often not cold. It's that like the major weird. league, the movie Major League. Oh yeah, remember? Oh. It's oh, like yeah. They, they were like literally purposely doing all this stuff to make the team lose. Like that was a whole scene in the movie. Was like, you know, ruin all of that. The tubs, yeah. the, the the travel. Here's my favorite part, and it goes to the major league part. Obviously, none of the players thought that the major league owner was going to come in and spend money on them. She was trying to make them lose. Right. Fifty percent right. only. Fifty. Well, I guess. Only because you'll see why. 50% of Charger players think that Dean Spanos will invest to improve the facilities. What does that rank? 30 of 32. Wow. Only half your team thinks that your owner is not cheap enough to improve after this report card. That's not out. good. At all, dude. At all. Imagine the people beating them. 25 the people, plus guys. <laughs> the people who he is beating in this category. Like, why would a team, why would you sign with that team? Like, period. Like, if I'm a free agent and anybody in the thir- in the 30s, you're out. You're out. You're out. I can get that money somewhere else or yeah. close enough to it where, like, you, an F. Like, to have your nutrition be an F. Like, what do you do? It's just bars, fruit juice. Like, <laughs> What do you what do you mean? What you get an F and nutrition? Y'all, y'all out of smoothies? Like what do y'all got no <laughs> fruit? They don't like, offer what are you smoothies. About? That's the, the problem. Kid, <laughs> the vending machine's empty. Bro, they took my dollar. <laughs> well, I, mean, it I gotta pay a, I gotta pay a quarter for a bottle of I gotta of water. shake the vending machine just to get a mountain dew out. <laughs> Dude, they say the Cardinals take money out of your contract for the food that you eat in their cafeteria. Oh my like, god. What yeah. are you what in the hell are you talking about? If I'm on a if I'm a seventh round draft pick and I haven't even gotten paid yet, I like I'm I'm stealing food. I'm stealing food, bro. I'm not swiping no card. Man, give me these apples. Like, what are you talking about? This is the NFL. Like, you know what, what kind of food they got at Alabama, bro? You want to hear like, some what are you, you want to hear some crazy though? So the Chargers, if if you if you go on NFLPA.com and just take a look at the entire report card for every team, it's pretty fascinating. I, really, I, I advise. Yeah, I advise. It's really fascinating. So it the Chargers a got trip. an F in nutrition. 
but that's not the worst grade of, of teams in the league. Oh. The Arizona Cardinals got an F minus. Oh. The Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals got an F minus. And the New Orleans oh. Saints got an F minus all for nutrition. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible for New Orleans. All the good food they have down there. Right. Say, Come on, yeah. man. Maybe that's why it's all fried oysters and a bunch of stuff. <laughs> well, the, the Bengals have notoriously also been a poorly ran franchise. Yes. They just happen to have Joe Burrow now. Yeah, but the Bengals were down there for very, very. I mean, they think they still are as far. I, clearly, uh, they got treat facility treatment of families F, nutrition F minus, um, training room D minus, locker room D. So the the Bengals, like the Chiefs, very. I, I don't think it's as surprising to see the Bengals do that. The Chiefs th- does surprise me. Bruh, the Cardinals have a F in the weight room. That's just buying weights. Like you have, you're a professional football team. You have a F in lifting weights where the goal in football is to be stronger than the other guy. You don't even have proper weights. Yeah. Like, what are we, like, what are you doing, Arizona? Could you the imagine, Bidwell like, family, what are you doing? You're paying a coach millions of dollars. You can't even buy weights. You want to see how a real team is ran? Teams. You guys want to see how a real team is ran? Oh, do not throw up the Vikings up here. Look at this, Browner. Oh, you imagine if Justin Fields had this, he might actually be good. Wow, really, really, <laughs> really? That's what you had to go take my shot. Time? It's been I haven't taken my shot. Oh yet. God. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, if oh. you're listening, the Vikings uh, A A minus A A plus A plus A plus A plus A. So there you go, Ziggy. Good job, Ziggy. I'll give you credit for that, Ziggy. You take yeah. care of your people. That's good. Hats off to you, man. You're, they also have like a it. brand new facility. Not the stadium, right. like their facility is like brand new. So it makes sense that that is. But it's really, honestly, if you take a look around and you're just like, you start reading and every team's report card is out there. Like you, It's not just the Chargers. You can click on any team that you want. It's really fascinating like Ari- to see. Arizona got an F in the locker room. The Commanders got an F minus in the locker room. Like, bro, could you Arizona, imagine being a pro football team? Imagine being a pro football player, and I know the Chargers are one of two. I don't know who the other one, but not being able to take a steam or a sauna. Like, like, I, I, Miami, I there's not a sauna or a steam room I can take. Miami, no, Miami had the, to me, I think Miami had the best report card. I know the Vikings had all A's, Miami had one C. And that's in uh, treatment of families, which again, I that's the like, what are we doing here? Everything else, Miami A or A plus. So good on the Dolphins, good on that crooked ownership. Again, at least they take care of their people. You can take care of your own family. We pay you a lot of money. The top I, I ranked get teams were the Vikings, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Texans, and Cowboys. Top five right there. And if Scott were here, he can give you more specific details about other facilities. I've only been to mm-hmm. the Chargers one. I have. I can imagine the Rams also not being great because they're like in like trailers behind Cal Lutheran University and they're ranked 25th. So they're not doing great either. But Scott has been inside the Green Bay facility and he's come back and, and he's talked about this before on the old radio show. I think even this show, Brown, are like just the, the facilities in Green Bay are just next level. And they're they're the sixth ranked team in all of football, according to the survey. But yeah, dude, this is the best. They got to do this every year. Like they got to do this every year. Oh. I need this. I need this every year during combine week. Yes. Give me the NFLPA team report card and put an owner on yes. there while you're at it. It's, it's 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 anonymous. It's not like 
you know, Keenan Allen filled this out and we know what Keenan gave the Chargers. You know what I mean? It's it's completely anonymous right. by the NFLPA. Put the owner on there. I want to see what, what report card, what rep- grade, letter grade an owner would get. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are responsible. They're the ones signing Correct. the checks. They're the ones saying yes or no. When you're in a facility like the Commanders, you could walk around and be like, this place sucks. Like, you don't you don't have to be a professional athlete to tell to tell you this weight room for a team of 56 <laughs> big old dudes this weight room sucks this is bad yeah. yeah yeah i if they don't do this every year shame on you nflpa like yeah. if i were the owners i would be like don't you ever put this out again <laughs> what's wrong with you well, like if nflpa w- don't work for the owners so they can do right. whatever they want yeah if i if i were the team owner if That'll i was be- if i was ziggy Wolf, I'd be like, yo, man, good job, you guys. I'm glad you guys were able to chart the player experience. Yeah. If I'm the Cardinals, I'm like, dude, what are y'all doing? Are yeah. y'all trying to hurt us? By the way, the Cardinals, real quick, because we got 60 seconds here. Because commanders make sense, right? Chargers make sense. The Cardinals, F for treatment of families, F minus for nutrition, mm-hmm. F minus for the weight room, A for the strength staff, F minus for the training room, B plus for the training staff, and F for the locker room. They got four Fs or lower. Oh. That's, That's not even a 2.0 GPA. They, they would have no eligibility in college. Like they're awful. <laughs> awful. Uh, they'd, be on, they'd be on probation. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy to me. Crazy to me. When we come back, uh, a little bit more Charger talk. Browner, your general manager, very confident that Justin Herbert going nowhere. Also, your relative, Keenan Allen, not going anywhere. Surprised? We'll talk about that next. When we come back. This is Kaplan and Crew, KaplanandCrew.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Kaplan and Crew with Just the Crew, Alex Padilla, John Browner, and Jason Lawhead with you guys. Brought to you by iThriveMD. Go to kaplanandcrew.com. Click on that iThrive logo. It's going to take you to iThrive Lean. That's what I am on. I am down 40, 40 pounds at the moment. Uh, and right now, for the first three months, if you sign up as a great friend, they will give you $200 off for the first three months. So that is $299 for one, two, three months. Uh, Dr. Fry. Dr. Fry lost 30 pounds in three months. I lost a little bit under 30 pounds in three months. So that could be you. Check it out. CaptainCrew.com. Hit the iThrive logo and you'll get more information. Just be a little patient with them because they are very busy right now. Dr. Maxey should be on with us tomorrow. So you guys, it is uh, what I referred to yesterday as the dog days of spring. We are in the middle of spring training. We are in spring training for another, I don't know, 28 days before opening day. So not much happening besides Francis making his debut in right field today, saying he's 100% shout out to that. But it is NFL Combine Week, and there is news coming out of the Combine. Obviously, really weird situation with Jalen Carter, who was a really weird, number, like future bear. If they don't trade the pick, that's the projection, right? Like he's the best player in the, the draft. Future bear, regardless of what happens, by the way. Regardless. Yeah, so last last night. Goes down to Athens, Georgia, uh, turns himself in at 11.33, gets released on bond at 11.49, back in Indianapolis today for the Combine. It's a really weird situation. He is charged with misdemeanor, so mm-hmm. I don't think... like Two of Browner, them. I, two of them. I don't think he's not going to be a top five pick because of this, um, but still, kind of a weird... There's always weird, weird stuff with the I draft, think they'll... I think that this whole thing coming out right now after this happened months ago 
It's interesting, but this tends to happen, like you said, during draft time, like the Larry Tunsil situation. And he dropped like a stone that night. I think that this this has come out with enough time leading up. He's Indianapolis. He can sit down with like the top 10 teams and kind of explain the situation and get himself out of the hot water that it is. Because if he had actually did anything wrong, these would be felony reckless driving charges and he wouldn't see he would be in jail right now. So I I don't think this will hurt his stock because he was projected to go three or four anyway. Unless the Cardinals trade the pick, which now they're uh they're they're being rumored to be looking to trade their pick as well. But if they keep the pick, he'll go there. And the Bears will take Will Anderson at four, unless they trade down again. But he won't get past five. I don't believe he'll get past five, regardless of what comes out of this situation. Yeah, it's still yeah. a really interesting story. Plus, like, even if he is guilty, right? Like, let's it's a terrible story, obviously, of that that two people got killed. Correct. But I don't think that prevents him from being a top five pick no. misdemeanor charge. Like he's not going to jail. No. Which I'm not trying to be insensitive to the people that lost their lives. I just think we all know the way the NFL works. The guy if was he's ra- not going to jail, then the guy was racing a teammate. Mean. The guy was racing a teammate and the and the other guy crashed. Again, it's unfortunate that it led to lost lives, but young people with access to sweet or cool things do dumb stuff like that's just you give two young guys awesome cars they're gonna race them they're gonna race them so i don't i don't know why people assume that this is what really upsets me about when people trip on these kids if you give kids young if you give young kids really expensive cool shiny toys they're going to do dumb stuff with it because they don't know any better. That's what experience is about. So now you're going to ruin their future because you, you, the viewing audience, allotted these kids with all this stuff, and then they did something dumb because they're 20. Oh, it's my fault? And they're, 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 it's my yeah. fault? Are you blaming me right now? I'm, I'm blaming, you're blaming me I'm right blaming now? Adults. <laughs> I'm, I'm blaming the adults. The adults always ruin it for the children, Period. Period. Look at look, look at the situation. This kid was racing a car. How did he get that car? He ain't got a job. Where'd the money come from? NIL money. NIL money. Some adult made sure he had money to get this, this car. Is cer- this is certainly a take from you. I mean, this is certainly. A, are you hearing this, Jason? Like I was with you until about two minutes ago, and now you're now it's it's the adult's fault for Jalen Carter doing something reckless and stupid i'm on mute right now so there's a noise coming from outside our place so give me a few minutes here (laughs) you guys take over you can't can't you can't hear it's so annoying i can hear it oh okay because it's like it's coming through my earphones through the wall i saw you like stand up yeah because i'm I'm curious what is making this noise outside (laughs) it sounds like they're sucking the outside of my house i don't know what's going on but it, it's not it's so if you can't hear it, if you guys are good you can't hear that china fine. a china spy craft balloon right over your apartment yeah it's just annoying i, I can it's just so annoying but um when it's the perils from working from home people when you say they're yeah, sucking but, outside your house you got to be careful yeah exactly especially so you missed browner's take that well i i was listening and and you know i i just my two senses that um you know the nfl is gonna you know, move forward. And yes, uh, you know, the, the young kids are, uh, are feral animals in a way until they have 
you know, been taught and learned some lessons. And, you know, you even when you're still under the protection of, you know, parents and coaches and stuff, even, uh, you know, you're a man age, you're still in a lot of respects at that level, you know, a child in a way um, that you should be learning his lessons and putting them. But And look, I don't know enough about the case to know if, you know, should this guy be charged with anything more or like, like Browner said, the yeah. other car was the car that crashed and, and did the, t- so so basically what I'm hearing, Browner, is that it, it is the adult's responsibility or their their con- the ac- their actions cause this consequence. So I tell this, I tell the people that are thinking about dra- drafting Jalen Carter, don't do it. He's too immature to have millions of dollars in his pockets. Don't, to- don't, do it. don't totally enable fair. his bad behavior. That's totally fair. If you're the general manager and you want to pass on a kid that might be a generational talent for your organization because he did something stupid when he was 20, totally, totally up to you. Totally understand that as a general manager, the next team will take him. What I, my, what I'm saying is, cause I, I hear what you're saying and that's really a knock on a lot of these kids who have checkered past some far worse than this one, less talented. What I'm saying is in the society in which these people judge these kids, these college athletes, sometimes people forget, what were you doing at 20? What did you have access to at 20? And what would you have done with as much access as these kids have at 20? Probably something equally as stupid as him. Now, fortunately for you, no tragedy came from it. Unfortunately for him, tragedy did come from it. And the over, the over expectation of these kids to be i don't know outstanding citizens when you don't even expect that of your congressman you didn't elect this kid you this kid's designed to play football for you so they hold athletes to higher standards than they hold people who they elect to higher office and that bothers me it really does because these are kids with a lot really fast and they're gonna make mistakes and when that person was 20 they did something stupid, and they just chalked it up to being young. How is this any different? But what are you arguing right now? I think that's now I'm confused because you're. Uh, I'm very confused as to what you're arguing now because you you're 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 talking about expectations for Jalen Carter. No one, I haven't seen a single person say he's not going to get drafted in the top five. So who are you being mad at right now? I'm saying the people who are coming. I think that his his actions should have consequences. Everyone's actions have consequences. Be... That's, that, that's Right. Yeah. Right. So what are you arguing right now? I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished. The law will take care of that. I'm saying right. if I'm an NFL team, that's not going to stop me from taking him. This is not. It's not. I don't care. I don't care. Literally, this again, this is not some he's not charged with reckless homicide. He's basically charged with racing somebody because he filmed it, apparently. That's how they caught him because he filmed it. Right. That's it. Right. That's it. So cool. All right. Welcome to But you started blaming the adults in the room. You started blaming people that gave him NIL money. You started blaming congressmen. You started blaming Georgia. Uh, you started no, blaming no, no, general no. managers. You started blaming and I'm like, what are you blaming them for? I'm blaming the adults for expecting these kids to know what to do and how to handle those types of situations when they haven't been prepared to those things because they don't have life experience. 
They don't have the time to. Uh, uh, they don't have the time in life to build up the know-how of what to do in those situations, how to turn certain things down, how to accept certain things, how not to have certain people around in your life, how to make smart decisions in tough situations. Adults never give kids the leeway to do those things. And so I blame the adults for coming down hard on these kids. Because again, if Jalen Carter becomes the third round pick, then we can have this conversation. I think that there were people saying he won't even happen. Dude, I read I read multiple <laughs> things that they were saying, well, he may not even be drafted now. And I'm like, are you just dumb? Ooh. Are you dumb? Like multiple tweets. Multiple, That's clickbait. Oh, tweets. Don't come at me with tweets. I'm just saying. Don't come at me with tweets, Browner. I'm just saying. I'm telling you what I read. I'm telling you what I read. I'm telling I read you a lot what of stupid stuff. That's clickbait stuff, so we talk about yeah. it. Or so somebody talks about it. So somebody brings, oh, did you see what this guy wrote? He said he might right. not get drafted. Well, that guy yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. I talking. wasn't planning on going on an 11-minute tangent about Jalen Carter. Yeah. I still think he's a top-five pick. I don't think that I, – I, I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that it's necessarily – had he caught a couple We're felony charges, we might, Jalen Carter. We, we might be talking right, different. Right. It, there'd be talking, a different if, conversation. Yeah. I think if we're talking – exactly. He'd right. still be drafted, in my opinion, but you're right. He might be that late first, early second, mid-second round, you know, um, slide. But this is nothing. This will be nothing. This will be nothing. We'll never even talk about this with, again. I have more of a problem with Brandon Miller bringing a murder weapon to a murder than I do with – Yes. Then you know what I mean? Like then yes. that guy's still playing. Like I gotta Yes. That seems very shady to me what's happening in Tuscaloosa. Look, man. Very oh, shady. I didn't know what I did. I didn't know I brought a gun to a gunfight. Okay, okay. Look, man. The dude is the dude has a right to defend himself. And if he's been charged with no crimes, why can't he I know play? he hasn't? Why can't I know he, he hasn't? I just have a problem. Play? It just sounds I'm saying this. Jalen Carter's the situation that he's in is very cut and dry to me. It is exactly as you said. Right after the national championship, his kids were having fun. They do stupid stuff. I was 16 once. I was I I had a Honda. I did the same stuff. <laughs> Tragedy could have come my way in a very similar fashion. I'm not I am judging the kid because I am old. I am older now and I get it. But when I was, you know, 21, I was doing dumb stuff too. I get that, Browner. But bringing a weapon to a right. to a fight that's a little different than racing my car with some friends down the street and that, and that person goes too fast, loses control, and hits a tree. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. It's two different cases. And if you want to have this argument for Jalen Carter, go ahead and have it with yourself. I think we're on the same page with Jalen Carter. And I know I brought in Brandon Miller. But I think that, that like, if we're talking about consequences and adults taking consequences, like, I would – Brandon Miller is where I would focus my attention. At. That just seems very shady, especially right. in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. Let me repeat this for let me repeat this with people. For those in the he, back. He hasn't been charged right. with any crimes. So why would you then take away his right to play if he's been charged? Because Browner, no it's a bigger, crime. it's bigger than that. At least even if he isn't charged with any crimes, as a as a coach, as a leader, as a teacher, still, I think, and anybody back in the day to this day, still should there should be some consequences as a team to say, look, this is what we understand. We're not going to give away your scholarship. We're not going to throw you off the team, but we are going to suspend you from play, and we are going to make you at least understand the gravity of this. There's there's Sean there's Watson, someone dead because you brought a Trevor gun Bauer. to a teammate who is now charged with capital murder. Ray Rice. I'm just saying there used to be some type of 
But you guys, I do think it is an adult's job to, yes, even if the uh, uh, charges don't come, it is an adult's job as a teacher and a coach to say, as an institution, to say, we brought you here, obviously, to play basketball, to get an education if you want it. That's all your, you, your, the the world is still your oyster, but you're going to learn lessons here. You're going to be suspended from the team um, because this is a terrible look. It's a terrible look, and yes, the, the 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 officials may not charge you with a crime, but you were involved as a teammate with another teammate that is going up for capital murder, and you brought him the gun. So guess what? Your season's over. Um, we're gonna get you some counseling. We're gonna teach you how to understand possibly um, victims and the impact that that has. And Here's what I'm saying, and I'll say it cut and dry, and I have absolutely zero evidence to prove this. <laughs> Alabama is letting Brandon Miller slide with a with a with it. That's all I'm saying. Brandon Miller knew what he was doing, and he's so good that they're like, you know what? He didn't shoot the weapon. Let's just let so Brandon Miller right keep now. playing basketball. And they're yeah. so good right now. If he was a fraction yeah. less as as good as he is, and they were a mid they were just yeah. uh, the athletic director would have stepped in and said we're suspending this guy but because the right. pressure of everything breathing down his neck of and it's tuscaloosa one, alabama browner the number it's not like it's the holiest place on earth like if this happened at stanford i'd be like okay okay maybe he didn't know but this happened in alabama this is sec country we all know what matters down there look man again. yeah i said it Come yeah, at me, you're right. Wow, you're right. Wow. If this would have happened on a lot I of different college believe, campuses, they they would yeah. be coming for the blood. If this I was Penn State, Ohio State, USC, genuinely. Stanford, they'd be coming for the blood of this kid. I'm gonna repeat this one more time. There, he has been charged with zero crimes, and in addition to the no crimes, there's another person, capital murder. So if he had done anything worthy of charging him, even a misdemeanor. They would have charged him. They would have charged him. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, isn't it? Doesn't make you like perk up to be like, this kid brought this dude a gun. That allegedly, is a fact. That alleg no allegedly, no, no, allegedly. no one's disputing no, that. No one. Allegedly. They're disputing. No, 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 not allegedly. allegedly. It is confirmed that he brought the gun. What they're alleging is that he didn't know what it was for. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. What's wrong with that? And by the way, people don't play when games. You, listen, when you help your charge, when you help your friend, when you help your friend move apartments, do you know it's in every box? No. No. Browner, Browner, you're the text said, "Bring me my you're, piece." You're forgetting all the evidence now. Now you're just trying to prove your own point with, with not even talking about any of the evidence in front of you. Know you know the story. Don't act dumb. Don't say I do, like I do. Come I'm on. Just, I'm just saying. No, you know if you were helping your buddy say, move, and he said, "Bring the bring the box that has my piece in it," because this is, somebody is out of hand over here, and you brought the box with the piece in it, and then the dude turned around and shot the dude at the at the other location yeah. because. This is what uh, you do. On. This is what you do, bro. Wait, wait. I was going to talk about Tom Telesco. I was going to Go talk ahead. about your boy, Keenan Allen. Not Go anymore. Ahead. I don't care anymore. Now you got me going on Jalen Carter for 11 minutes and Brandon Miller for another 10. Now the segment's ruined. <laughs> or it's it's not. People love it. I don't know. But all I'm saying is this is what you do. This is what you do. It's the adult's fault. It's Brandon Miller's parents' fault for having him get a car and not telling him that bringing a gun to a gunfight means someone's going to use that gun. It's, his, it's the adult's fault not brandon miller's fault 
long as you get it correct, I ain't going to argue with you. I don't even saying. know what to say to you right now. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I don't know what you want me to say. I, I clearly stated the innocent point of that young man. That's all. Jalen Carter all right. charged with things. The Los Angeles Lakers have released a statement saying oh, that God. LeBron James has been evaluated by Lakers team physicians and medical staff. It has been determined that James has sustained a right foot tendon injury. James will be reevaluated in three weeks. So Le Lakers without LeBron James for three weeks. At, at least. least. At least. And there goes, so and that's that was, three weeks. Is that was fun while it lasted. Was it? Because I didn't. I haven't watched the game in 2023. So the 23rd. Wow. So the 23rd is three weeks. That's his evaluation. Uh, mm -hmm. Playoffs. How many games? So how many games are you going to miss at least before the evaluation? Well, it's probably closer eight? to eight, seven or eight at least. Um, Lakers. 23rd. Oh, if he, and that's his, when he's reevaluated on the 23rd. If he isn't played by that week and it goes into next week, there's only about a two weeks left of the season. They play the Timberwolves, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Knicks, at the Pelicans, at the Rockets, Dallas, Orlando, and Phoenix. Ten. All in the next three weeks. That's ten games. Ten games. Browner? Mm. Mm. Four that was six? Like, mm, maybe. If you're lucky. Five and four. five? No. I'm talking about. Say those teams again. Three. Minnesota, Golden State, mm -hmm. Memphis, Toronto, New York, mm -hmm. at New Orleans, at Houston, Mavericks, Orlando, Suns. Two. New York at home, Knicks at home. Only two on the road. Only two on the road. Two. They will beat Houston, and they will beat Orlando. They're going to go two and eight. Now, depending on who's hurt or who doesn't play, if you go full AD and you're healthy but you just don't play. There is there is a back-to-back -back in there, so he will not play against Houston. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. If this guy's not playing back-to-back -back at that point and you play Houston and you need that win. He's he not playing back-to-back, so let's talk about that. Hold on. I don't want to cut you off. Because you're about to say something I think that's going to take us to our next point. I'll tell you why he's not going to play in that second of back-to-backs. Because the Lakers told us yesterday exactly why he's not going to play in that game. It's Kaplan and Crew. Brought to you by iThrive. Go to KaplanandCrew.com. Click that iThrive logo to check out iThrive Lean. Kaplan and Crew. Kaplan and Crew. Doc. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Kaplan and Crew with just the crew. Alex Padilla, John Browner, and Jason Lawhead with you guys. On a Thursday, Scott is back tomorrow. That is confirmed. He will be back tomorrow. I have no idea what he's doing today. Brenner, do you know what he's doing today? Normally, I know. I actually have no clue what he's doing today. Browner didn't answer. No. Maybe Browner he can't answer. hear. Did, he, Browner turn, hears. did he turn his Mac off? What happened? I'm back. What happened? <laughs> wow. What happened to you? The technical difficulties happening today are outstanding. Jason's My... house is being sucked up by a UFO, and <laughs> yeah. now you can't hear us. My uh, my headphones disconnected for some strange reason. I don't know what happened. Oh, I was saying that Scott is confirmed to be back tomorrow, and normally we know why he takes a day off. I have no idea why he's off today. Do you? No, no, man. I he didn't he didn't share the fact that he's coming back. It's weird because when he's gone, he's gone. We'll right. Have to, we'll have to quit. So he's not. Yeah, he didn't leave town for a four day right. weekend. Right. So this must be personal. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I'll have an answer either way. 
he'll be back tomorrow. Jason, always appreciate you filling in. Yeah, man. Uh, how did your uh, your show go yesterday? The benefit. Yeah, it was nice. We did a. Uh, obviously, they they lost a little turnout with the crazy weather and the and the stuff, but it was a nice turnout. We did a frosted faces, which is like a uh, rescue dog for older dogs, right? Old dog rescue uh, organization, and they had a nice little silent auction at the comedy store and uh they asked me to headline it it was a great little event they raised some some money and there were some little dogs there that they showed off and i think got adopted and whatnot so a lot of fun if you're into you know supporting uh dog rescues and all that stuff look up frosted faces they're out of ramona and uh they're, they've got a nice little house and property out there and you can find out more whether you want to you know Pick up a dog or donate. Do you need another pup? Say it again. You need another puppy? No. Are you crazy? What's Brownie doing? Brown, good man. Little Brown surviving, bro. Little Brown is a nine now. What's he? She. She. She is a Shih Tzu. Oh. She sounds like you almost named her LeBron. Little Brown. LeBron. 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 <laughs> Little Brown. Little Brown. Brown. <laughs> She's little. Her name's Brownie Browner. Mm -hmm. Brownie named, Browner. Named after the uh, named after the treat. I I think uh so I, I come from a, a Mexican background. You guys all know this about me. And Mexicans are notorious for being the laziest namers of dogs. Okay. You just name them colors because whatever color they are, right. that is what color you are. Which I think now is not really you know, I think that's is it problematic now to name a black dog blacky and a brown dog brownie and a white dog whitey because that's what we did. And I, I, I think that I've heard that that's not really acceptable anymore to call a black dog blackie. Oh, really? Come on. <laughs> I think I've heard, I think I read that somewhere. I mean, I, I wouldn't be, do that now. I'm a little bit more creative. Like, like black facey, maybe that would be offensive. Yeah. <laughs> you named him black facey. Yeah. But blackie, whitey, come on. You Snowball. Just, if you're gonna name your dog Blackie, you just gotta be careful where you call him. Yeah. Where you call, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you gotta be careful where yeah. you call him. If you on the walk, he gets away. Hey, Blackie, come in. The wrong yeah. person turn around. Right. You got problems. Right. Or Whitey, you know, Whitey's a dead. That's funny. Depending on what parts of San Diego you're in, you can't be on around Whitey. Yeah, you're good with Brownie. Brownie, no one's gonna be Brownie's offended. like Brownies, right? Like yeah. you, it's like yeah. like the like the treat Brownie. Yeah. But yeah, right. Black Blackie and Whitey, like those, yeah. Yeah, those were the names of all. I'm pretty sure we had like at one point we had like three blackies at my grandma's house. Like that was the thing that my grandma's house was like. If any of the uncles or aunts or whoever were just like, I don't want this dog anymore. My kids aren't helping me. They just drop it off at grandma's and it became a backyard dog. You know, so it would be like three blackies, two brownies, one whitey. It was like a rotating door of dogs in the back. Come get a getting dog. Fed, getting fed rice and hot dogs and were healthier than my dog who is on a nice diet and medicated and everything these dogs are soft now man soft anyways lakers last night lakers last night beat the oklahoma city thunder in oklahoma city 123 117 browner no anthony davis mm -mm. and they still win but oklahoma city did not have shay 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 alexander and it came out as to why and this is going to go to your point. Yesterday you were arguing, why is he not playing? Is it because AD don't want to play? Or is it because the team don't want to play? Is it because he's hurt? And we started yelling at each other. And basically, Darwin Hank came out and said, and gave us the answer directly. So we don't have to fight each other anymore. We just know. 
Ham said, quote, he's frustrated as hell. He wants to be out there, but he also understands the process of us managing his foot the right way. It's just something we're monitoring that we want to be extra careful and cautious about. Later on, he goes out and says, AD doesn't play in the second night of back-to-backs. It is the organization's policy that AD will not play on the second night of back-to-backs. Ever again? Load management. He hasn't done it all year. year. Hasn't done it all year. Lakers are pretty much on a must-win every game basis right now. He didn't play last night. I don't imagine it. Like I said, the next back-to-back is against Houston. I would imagine that they would rest him against Houston the same way they rested him against Oklahoma City because they think they're going to win anyways. That's just the Anthony Davis game plan. He doesn't play on – he's load management all the way. No, He will not play back-to-back nights. I mean, I can see if you were cruising into a playoff spot, that's fine, or at least, you know, somewhere – locked into that middle range of playoffs because in the playoffs look they you don't you'll never see a back-to-back it's the only good it's the only thing about the nba playoffs is that they will never see a back-to-back like they do in the so that's why if you're cruising ends in july it's the longest postseason of all time right if you're cruising into the playoff scene and you know you're getting a lot of production from other guys and lebron your best players out there most of the time which he's not I could see it, but man, right down at this little stretch run here, I'd say, look, I mean, we're going to ditch this policy. You're going to get those nights off if we can make this playoff run. And, um, you know, we'll reevaluate that kind of scenario next year as we do in the standings. But I I just, I find it very, very, well, I just find it very roll of the dice committing to that. Um, committing yeah. to that with a guy that you're paying that much money for that has missed as many games as he's missed. And I know the reason you're doing it is because you're fearful that he can go down at any time and miss more time. But come on, man. I mean, this is basketball. You got to play basketball. You got to be out there. Uh, you're the leader. I'll play devil's advocate yeah. for a second. Of course you will. Just for a second. I would much rather risk losing that game than risk losing Anthony Davis for the season. If he has, if the game plan has been, and he's aware of it, that he does not play back-to-back nights, and we all know how fragile he is, he's very, very fragile. I would rather risk losing that game but, than losing him for the rest of the season. But if you this lose what, that I, game, I, and you I, lose I, the other game, then you're losing out on the playoff. You're losing him for the regular season anyway. I, I don't. I just that's a hard. What? what but what hard. matters making the postseason if he's not there? We already saw what happened when he's not there against Phoenix. I understand your devil's advocate play in this. What I will say in response to that is this. A person that brittle, not having them play because you're trying to protect them, he's gotten hurt with this protection anyway. So it isn't like this planet they have him on, instead of him playing 34 games, he's now played 54 games. So it doesn't, whatever they're doing isn't working. And they say that this is a stress issue where the more stress you put on the injury, the more likely it is to flare up. With Anthony Davis getting out of his car and stepping wrong, this foot injury could flare up. So what are you doing? With an injury like that, you have to play, and whatever you can get out of him, you can get it out of him. Now, luckily, they didn't need him last night. He They won the game without him. But if you get him out here in one of these situations where you need him in the next 10 games, and he's out against the Rockets. You may not need him for that one. He's out against Orlando. You may not need him for that one. But what if it works out to where he's out in one of these games and you're playing Memphis 
or you're playing yeah. Minnesota. Well, that's going to happen in April. I think I think I genuinely believe it's going to come down to the wire. I think the Lakers will be fighting for the 10, 9, 10, because it's so close. Right. right. It's all so close. When you look at the schedule ahead, it's going to happen against the Clippers at the end of the season. They have a Tuesday at Utah, Tuesday at, well, at Clippers, Tuesday, Wednesday, excuse me. If he doesn't play that Clippers game, they might need to win that game. Like it must be, it might be a must win. If that happens, then then I'll have a problem. I genuinely okay. will have a problem if he doesn't play against the Clippers and it's a must win. I don't think they're in, and I'm still playing devil's advocate. This isn't Grande talking. I still don't think they're in a must win situation at the moment because it's so close and there's so many games left. I. I, I just, disagree. I think they're in a must-win almost every game. Right. I'm from. I'm just from another era of basketball, and for me, I expect my best players to play and to lead by example. If the medical staff is telling my best player he can't play when my other best player is out because he is legit injured, not because he, you know, some scheduling out, we got him through the medical staff. If my mm-hmm. best player is already out. And this guy is pain-free on the second half of a back-to-back if he's feeling anything. Okay, I get it. You said. But if he's pain-free, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? There is no pain, so you should play. Now, Darvin Ham, I think Darvin Ham dropped the but ball. that's an NBA argument. It is. It is. But that's, but that's the problem. That's the problem. I think Darvin Ham dropped the ball saying that out loud. I don't think he'll do that again. Saying AD was well, pain-free. Cat's already out the bag. Saying AD was pain free, what's floating around now is pain free in quotation marks. So that's because now you're having a now we're having the Tatis argument all over again. This is the player telling you he wants to play. This is the player telling you that he's ready to play. This is the player telling you that he's pissed that he's not playing, and the organization saying, "Well, too bad." The only difference is Tatis is in spring training, and Anthony Davis is in a playoff push. Correct, and and you don't and at the end of the season, if you miss it by a game, is it one of these games? He didn't play when he had when he was quote unquote right. pain free and he could have. So you should so, be listening to the player that's in the playoff push, not the player that's 162 games away from the end of the season. That that's will, coming off. I yeah. mean, that, that's the guy you should be listening to. Is the guy that's yeah. in the playoff push saying, "Play me, don't don't sit me out," because I'll tell you, if there's ever a stretch in any of these back to backs where they lose two in a row, where they lose the one he played in, and then lose the one after because he didn't play, the season's over. I would say that I 100% agree with Browner in his assessment saying, this isn't me devil's advocate anymore. This is just me. Your game plan, ha- your game plan physically will not work for Anthony Davis because he doesn't get hurt because of physical contact. He gets hurt for jumping for a rebound. Yes. He gets hurt because he rolls an ankle. He gets hurt because it's too, there's too much AC in the building. You know, like that. It's so your your game plan of I won't play him on back to back nights hasn't worked for four years. No. So at this point, if he's if he's telling you I'm good to go, put him on a minutes restriction. Don't take him out completely. If he if he if he is telling you I can play and you're worried about him playing an entire 38 minutes, play him 27. Kevin Durant looked pretty damn good in 27 last night. And he was on a minutes restriction. Mm-hmm. He's not a hundred. Steph Curry won't be a hundred when he comes back and they're on a playoff push. He'll be on a minutes restriction. So I agree with you, Browner. I don't think that the Lakers playing him or not playing. I don't think the Lakers not playing him will be the reason why he doesn't or does get hurt. 
Okay. Anthony Davis exactly. gets hurt when he's on the basketball court. He's proven that his entire career as a mm-hmm. Laker. Mm-hmm. So whether you rest him on back to back, I don't think that's gonna really cause because I guarantee you, if Anthony Davis gets hurt, I put I would if I, I'm going to Vegas next week. I don't think there's a prop that I could do this for. I guarantee you, if Anthony Davis gets hurt on a back to back, it won't be the same injury. It'll be something new. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that and and to me, that's the that's the problem that you put yourself in when a rookie coach in Darvin Ham says he's pain free. Because now you've got him in this snowball of, wait, what do you mean he's pain-free? Then why isn't he playing? And so now you've got to explain this mumbo-jumbo about the medical staff and this belief of the medical staff having more power than the actual player? Like, what? Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't get that. I don't, I don't get that at <sighs> all. I don't. Chris Finch, uh, the Timberwolves coach, was on a television show. I can't remember which one it was. He said he thinks that it's a status symbol now for guys to not play. Because the organization is saying, hey, this guy means so much to us, he's not going to play. And guys take that as a badge of honor. And that my, my head almost exploded. I'm like, dude, but this is an, <laughs> Unbelievable. This, this is an NBA coach. This is an active, current NBA coach telling you this. That's bad. My favorite part about the entire narrative of load management is that Adam Silver doesn't care. He says he cares. And he says that we got to do something about it. But what is he pitching? A midseason random tournament. tournament to add more games. Dumb. 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 You think so they don't play the hard biggest problem, game. The biggest problem in the NBA is your star players don't play every game. The regular season is diluted because there's too many games. And now you want to add a tournament in to make them play more games. Money talks. Money talks. They do play the uh, Timber the Timberwolves on Friday, and I have more of a problem with the way the Lakers operate with their medical reports than I do anything else. D'Angelo Russell already ruled out for Friday somehow. Huh? Yeah, they ruled him out last night. What? No game time decision, huh? Man, I'll tell you what: no game if time LeBron decision. doesn't come back, and it what 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 a just waste of uh, uh, uh moves that Polinka would have made all these what yeah. what a just bunch of waste of moves if LeBron never comes back and his team can't get their way into the play and I mean I think that he's built such a good team though that this offseason if they do well without LeBron and if AD gets hurt I think that he set himself up to bring a lot of these guys back and move AD I think and that's, that's fine. The, I think that I think that's the move. By the way, you can't makes, rely on him if if, if he gets hurt again. If he gets hurt again, at you any can't point, rely on the guy. You got it. You got to. You got to move on, man. Like you just can't rely on the guy. Does he have a no Honestly, trade you can't, clause? You can't. I don't no. know. But you can't. You can't rely. I think LeBron can't. LeBron. LeBron uh, moved. Well, right. LeBron. But he's so unreliable now too, and it's not. It's his age. He's played two millions and millions of freaking minutes. But what's crazier is what's crazier is right now in the off season, you could probably as as long as he would be cool with the trade and and not overrule it, you could probably get way more for LeBron, even at his age, even at the amount of games he's missed this year in the last couple of years, you could probably, because when teams look at AD and if they look like he can't finish this season, they look at the body of work over the course of time and outside the bubble, they're going to go, why would we give up everything for that contract? Give us LeBron because he'll fill seats. He'll he'll do whatever. Like he'll make us instantly better with we've got good talent because you know if he is on the floor and the foot's okay. Like I just think 
you'd probably get way more for LeBron. So you're going to yeah. dump AD and probably not get what you could get. It's They should have done AD for KD in the summer, like I said, Browner. Look, man, if they'd have done that, the world would have exploded. The internet would have exploded. Basketball would have exploded. Yeah. The Lakers would have been the most expensive ticket in the history of sports. Yeah. It could be worse. We could have Ben Simmons on our team. Oh, God. Well, at least he... Now he's he, shut down for he an undisclosed amount of time. Uh, listen, man. That guy. I, yeah. I, I like believed I said, in him. I was wrong. I, mean, I was wrong. wrong about that. I told you I was, you were wrong. Yeah. Uh, you were, yeah. 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 I got that one yeah. wrong. Yeah. 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 All right, guys, it is now time. Jason, pay attention for the highlight of the day. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. Got a new promo code. I used it myself yesterday, fellas. Nice. Slam Dank. All lower caps. Slam Slam Dank. Dank. 20% off your purchase at Touring California Listics. I showed it. I showed my phone to them in person. I was like, here you go. Boom. 20% off. Spend 75 bucks, get 20% off your purchase at Tory and California Holistics. Browner, I went without gift cards. Spent my own money. Damn. I did I did a couple weeks ago too. I dropped, I went in there and dropped like a hundred and change. You always kind of well, not always. I know the first time I realized you know, you know, THC is ex- kind of expensive. Dude, I, well, taxes on that thing. All the taxes. So you, you need our twenty percent off. That t- pays for taxes. Yeah. Even with the even with the gift cards and the twenty percent, I always end up spending cash in there every time. I I never leave cashless. Me neither. Um, has has there ever? Here's the highlight of the day. Has there ever been more drama coming out of a Super Bowl loss than what the Eagles are going through right now? My goodness. Have you guys been paying uh, attention? Oh. Uh, also, uh, another side note. Russell Wilson is no longer the corniest player in the NFL. Who is? It's Juju Smith-Schuster. I am not going to play it because it's too long and way too cringy. Go on Juju Smith-Schuster on his Twitter and watch the video that he made that is basically insulting the entire Eagles secondary and A.J. Brown. It's the worst produced thing I think I've ever seen. Have Juju you ever <laughs> is the corniest you, player in the NFL? Have you ever seen a movie on Tubi? This wouldn't even make Tubi. I don't know. I've seen some. Pretty remember bad that? Uh, remember that app that never got off the ground, where it was like twenty-minute movies or whatever. Like this thing wouldn't even make that. Like I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think so it was that bad. bad. I didn't think it was that bad. You didn't think it was it, that bad? I found it entertaining. You didn't think it was that Bro, bad? Bro, this was, <laughs> this was out of a. This is like a high school video production. Yeah, uh, it was low production, no doubt. But the fact is, he was making fun of people. I thought it was great. Made fun of AJ Brown. AJ Brown went into the DMs and then screenshotted this. I don't play. He DM'd Juju Smith Schuster. I don't play them kids' games. If you want to see me, I'm with it. You better go to Cabo and enjoy your ring and stop effing with me. Leave me all. Leave me off all your TikTok shh p word. I'm ready to see AJ Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster fight. Why did AJ Brown feel the need to publicize that tweet? That the Eagles DM? are very sensitive. Eagles are very sensitive about their loss. You I hope this. they never get back to the Super Bowl. I hate. I hate the way they've handled this. I really. Jason, do. thank you so much for filling in. Always appreciate it. If you're listening on radio, we got a little bit more. And if you're watching on YouTube or listening on audio podcast, we got the uncensored portion coming up next. Jason, appreciate it. This is Kaplan Always and KaplanandCrew.com. Has anybody handled it at Super Bowl loss worse than the Eagles? Like, they're collapsing, man. No. They're Did personally collapsed. Did you see the uh, 
CJ Gardner Johnson. So the new Arizona Cardinals yeah, coach, man. Jonathan Gannon, was asked what went wrong in the second half, and CJ Gardner Johnson, a corner of the Eagles, said, "You ain't put us in position to make plays." <laughs> like this fucking killing him. Yeah, dude, it has been. The Juju Eagles, put man. that in his. Juju put that in his skit. I know he put that in his skit. Like you this. didn't think it was terrible. No, I loved it. I thought it, I thought it was You got great. through you got through all two and a half minutes. I, I watched the whole thing, even at the end when it was like, oh, it's a TikTok, it's a TikTok boy. Dude, what'd I made you do it. What'd you do with the I algorithm? 45 seconds, maybe. And I was out. I couldn't. Nah, I watched it. I watched the whole thing. I loved when he was like the he was in the uh review room. He was a coach talking mm-hmm. shit about the players who fucked up. It was great. Man, you holding him like a press conference. I thought it was great, man. I loved it. Yeah. What was there was one joke it, in there? So. There was one joke in there that was good. It was he said something about like holding like your mom, like your mom, your mom couldn't even hold. He's like your mom. You can't hold on to a man or something like that. There was a joke. Yeah, in there yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, he went. Listen, about mamas now. If they play them again, there will be a fist fight somewhere on the field between Juju Smith and someone from the Eagles. Defense. AJ Brown might ask to play corner. For yeah, one series. Yeah, let it be a Hail Mary. <laughs> let it be a Hail Mary. He's just going to wail on him. Yeah, so funny. So, so funny. Um, Well, done for today. That's it. Done for today. That's it. Well, let me know if you need me tomorrow. Um, I threw up in the middle of the show. Is that where you went? <laughs> Is that what happened yeah. when you left that long? Yeah. You threw up? I took a swig of my Red Bull. And it went down the absolute wrong pipe, like completely. Dude, I I was like, oh, (laughs) my Red Bull just came all out of me. That has to burn. Red Bull coming back up has to burn, huh? Oh, it came out at the nose. It came out. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we're talking so I can smell my outside, like brush my teeth. Uh, I was out. Yeah. 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 That's happened to me now twice during this podcast thank god we're not live because genuinely this is that's happened oh. to me twice sitting here where like i'll take a like I, when i drink water like i chug water you know i don't really just take a sip of water and put it down like i'm just like burm, 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 burm. and sometimes i just go too much and it i almost choke myself and i didn't do that with the red bull but yeah the second time i throw up during the show that's great i love it yeah yeah it. it was red like my red bull yeah yeah TMI, Browner. Yep, yep. That that, that in. We could have we could have survived without that last part. We could have. I you know people like to people to you two. You're like, where the fuck this guy go? Probably right. You're like, I was yeah, gone for solid. Like, I thought you were just taking a deuce. I, like sometimes I I'm thought like, you had an eye yeah. thrive. Yeah, I thought you had an eye yeah. thrive moment. We had to drop one real quick. Yeah, that's all mm-hmm. I thought you were doing. Mm-hmm. Nope, just went Red Bull went down the wrong pipe. And, you know, it all came, came came out. Thank God, there's a trash can next to me. Anyways, Jason, thank you, Browner. Thank you. We're back tomorrow. Scott's All right, back guys. tomorrow. Peace.